In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. Today is a beautiful day to really give thanks to God for so many amazing things. So first of all, uh, we're celebrating today the Feast of St. Thomas, uh, which is something that we should be very thankful for. St. Thomas is the patron saint of our diocese, the patron saint of our church. And we need to give thanks to God for our church and our diocese. Uh, also, yesterday, Father Namir's ordination, uh, we had another beautiful ordination where someone became a priest, and so we pray for Father Namir and for his priesthood and for his ministry at St. George. And lastly, um, there's a lot of joy for us priests in these coming days because we're celebrating our anniversaries to the priesthood. So today is actually Father Brian's anniversary. Uh, he's been a priest for seven years, and so today is the day that he was ordained, and so we give thanks to God for him. I know that I give thanks to God for Father Brian. Let's give him a hand clap since that door is open. Okay, the next person can go to confession now. <laughs> So uh, I just want to express my love for my brother. Um, I've learned so much from him just in my own friendship with him. But now being here for the past year with him, I've learned a lot. I've learned how to style my hair. I've learned how to dress. Um, but more seriously, I've learned a lot from his wisdom and from his gentleness. Uh, Father Brian is very wise and he's very gentle. And I'm an Atisha, so I'm hot-blooded. Um, and he's taught me a lot about how to be more gentle and taught me a lot through his wisdom. So we're really blessed to have him. And I just ask for your prayers for him during this Mass. Today, I really want to preach about the gift of the priesthood. And what a gift it is for me, personally, as a priest of Jesus. But the gift that Jesus is pouring out upon our church. Um, as a vocation director, I meet with men who are discerning. I meet with men who who want to become priests, who are thinking of becoming priests. And I've said this before because I think it's a beautiful thing that we have to give thanks to God for. Mother of God Church is producing the most vocations, um, which is an amazing gift. It's between us and St. George. It's a little competition, okay? But we're going to have five seminarians next year from Mother of God, and it's just a, an amazing thing. Amen. So... We have, we have four seminarians currently from Mother of God, but we have another guy entering. I can't reveal who that is yet, um, but maybe you can make your guesses. But pray for all of our seminarians, especially those from this parish. And even just as a vocation director, just to kind of give you numbers, right? I know we don't like to be prideful or think about numbers, but I meet with 30 guys regularly, 30 men from our community who are thinking about the priesthood, who are thinking about becoming priests. So the Holy Spirit is clearly doing something in our church. The Holy Spirit is doing something in our community. Because even if you take a look at our current seminarians, we are blessed. We have amazing seminarians. We have seminarians who are in love with the Lord, who love his church, and who are just so ready to serve, so ready to give their hearts. And that's such an amazing gift. And this is rare. This is so rare because when you look at other churches, other churches in America are struggling. They're struggling to find men and women who are ready to raise up their lives to Christ and give their lives completely to the Lord. But something beautiful is happening in our church. We need to give thanks to God for that. The priesthood is an amazing gift. The priesthood is an amazing blessing. And what I want to convey to all of us is what a gift that is. You know, yesterday, 
Bishop Francis, if you were at the ordination, if you weren't, I really urge you, listen to his homily from the ordination. It was probably the most bold homily I've ever heard Bishop Francis give, especially about the priesthood and just the beauty of it, but also the struggle of it. He talked about how priests need to be men who are sitting with Jesus in the Eucharist. Sitting with Jesus in the Eucharist, because from that Eucharist, the beauty of the priesthood and our love for the people will flow. He said priests who don't sit in front of the Eucharist, bishops who don't sit in front of the Eucharist, are making their people in their own image. And he said, that's not what God wants. God doesn't want priests and bishops to be making people in their own image. But God has called us to make people in His image, in the image of God. We need priests, we need men, we need nuns and sisters and women who are willing to be in love with Christ, in love with Jesus, in love with His church. You know, as I'm working with vocations, I tell guys all the time, we don't need more priests. We need holy priests. We don't need more men to enter the seminary. We need men who are in love with Jesus. That's what we need. That's what we're desiring. I was blessed uh, to grow up with an amazing education that my parents provided me with. And one of the blessings was I went to St. Mary's for high school. I graduated from there. And at St. Mary's, if you ever walk around their big, beautiful campus, in the middle of that campus is the chapel, the shrine of St. John Paul II, a beautiful chapel. And so every single day in school, as I would walk past that chapel, because we had to walk outside to get to classes, something inside that chapel was grabbing me. It was like every time I passed this chapel, something was grabbing my heart. We know that feeling sometimes. When we pass a church, when we pass a chapel, Jesus is grabbing us. And from a very young age, the Lord was calling me to have a special love for him in the Eucharist. A special, deep love for him in the Eucharist. If we want to understand our call, we will never understand it unless we sit in front of the Eucharist. And this isn't just for priests and nuns. This is for everybody. The reason why, and it's no secret, right? We have miserable priests. It's sad. And we've seen priests leave the priesthood in our church. And I think the reason why we have miserable priests, why we have priests leaving the priesthood, is because priests are not sitting in front of the Eucharist. Priests are not in love with Jesus in the Eucharist. And we need that. We desperately need that. It's the same thing with marriage. In marriage, married couples are called to love God above all things, but to love their spouse above all things as well. And so in a marriage, when you stop loving God, it'll eventually lead you to stop loving your spouse. And when you stop loving God and stop loving your spouse, you will have a miserable marriage. It's the same thing in the priesthood. When a priest stops loving God and loving his church, he will have a miserable priesthood. God doesn't want us to be miserable. God wants our lives to be filled with his love and filled with his joy, and that's what he has for us. That's what he has planned for us. And we need that. We need that from the Lord. We can't do it without him. We have to rely on him. St. Thomas Today, we see his doubt in the Lord, his disbelief that Jesus rose from the dead. 
Even though Jesus told them over and over and over again that he would die, that he would be crucified, but then after three days he would rise. But he didn't believe. Why didn't he believe? Because he wasn't with the rest of the apostles. Think about that. He was the only apostle that was gone, that wasn't with them. I think that's an image of what happens when I begin to leave the church, when I begin to become far from the church and far from the Lord. I always tell married couples when I open their files, this is something I've been saying a lot lately, when I open a marriage file, God is the creator and the author of marriage. So if God is the creator and author of marriage, the further you are from him in your marriage, the more miserable your marriage will be. But the closer you are to the Lord in your marriage, the closer you are to the author and creator of marriage, the more your marriage will be blessed. We need to really believe that and see that. Because St. Thomas was far. St. Thomas was away from the apostles. St. Thomas was away from the disciples. And when the Lord came, he wasn't there. And he couldn't believe that Jesus had rose from the dead. The further I am from Christ, the further I'm going to be able to believe that God wants my marriage to be filled with his love. God wants my marriage to be filled with his joy. That's what the Lord wants for you. And so I pray as your priest, I want you to know that I love you. That as priests, we've given our lives to serve you. We've given our lives, we've laid down our life on this altar. And I just want to say what a gift it is to be here at Mother of God. You know, one yesterday, one of the most beautiful things that I think happens in the ordination rite is whoever is getting ordained, they're standing on the altar, and then the priest, one of the priests takes them by the hand and leads them to the baptismal font. And he kisses the baptismal font. Because it's a reminder for the one who's being ordained that he's a baptized son of God. That before he's a priest, before he's going to serve the church, he belonged to God from the very beginning. So when I saw Father Namir do that, when I saw Father Sanharib lead Father Namir to kiss the baptismal font, I was in tears. Because as I was sitting right here, I was baptized right there. In that very spot, I was baptized here at Mother of God. And then now I stand here as a priest. God is amazing. It's so beautiful what God can do for your life when you surrender to Him, when you give your life completely to Him. And believe it or not, I didn't think I was going to be a Chaldean priest. <laughs> I struggled with that in seminary. I thought I was called to be an American priest, a Latin Rite priest. And I was praying about that. I even visited, uh, I talked with an order, a community in Canada that I was thinking of joining, that I was thinking of being a part of. But for some reason, my heart wasn't completely with them. And so I asked the Lord to reveal to me what he wanted. Lord, do you want me to be a Chaldean priest? Is this the church you want for me? A couple days after I asked the Lord that, Bishop Francis asked me to go to Iraq. He said, I want you to go to Iraq. He told us, a group of us seminarians. He said, I'm not going to force you. He said, but I really encourage you to do this. So usually when someone asks me to do something, I take it to prayer. I go and pray about it. I ask the Lord. I, I discern it. I think about it. But when Bishop Francis asked that, right away I said yes. Because I knew, I knew that when I would go to Iraq, God would answer me about which church he wanted me to serve. And so we went to Iraq. We landed. 
I was in the land of Khaltuz and Ammuz. It was amazing. <laughs> and as we landed, the very first thing I did was I went to the chapel at the seminary in Erbil. And right when I went into the chapel, I sat in front of the Eucharist and the Lord said so clearly to me, this is the church I want you to serve. This is the church I want you to give your life for. And I'm so blessed to be a Chaldean priest. I'm so blessed to be your priest. And if there are young men in this church, especially we have all these boys serving today, which is an amazing grace. If there are young men who are feeling the call to the priesthood, if God is calling you to give your life completely to him, this is the time to do it. This is the time that the Holy Spirit is pouring out his grace on our church and more and more people are answering that call. So answer the call, don't hesitate, because the priesthood is the most beautiful way that you can give your life completely to the Lord. So pray for us, pray for us priests, and pray that we would always remain faithful to the Lord and faithful to the Eucharist. Amen.